all know what that means. This is another episode of the Two Beer Buzz podcast. Welcome in. Uh, we are here to guide you on a little journey to find your Two Beer Buzz, and we're happy that you've joined us uh, along here for the ride. Let's go around the Zoom call here. My name is Grimes, and uh, I am one of the co-hosts on this lovely podcast. And a fun fact about me, I am a big fan of Old Navy. What are your thoughts on that, Ed? Um, 80% of my <laughs> I did not prepare No, <laughs> you didn't. I'm a fan of Old Navy, too, but I've never, uh, I never shopped at Old Navy prior to moving to Chicago. Um, but most of my work pants are from Old Navy, and they're quality pants. I like them. I think they're great. I, I speak, I had to get new shorts today. Went to Old Navy just to see what they had on a whim. Found some great stretchy but like stylish looking uh, shorts for nine bucks. And you just, you can't beat that. I mean, like Target's great. And I, that's like my second, fa- I don't know if that's my favorite or second favorite, but they're also in that like stylish, but um, fairly de- affordable range. But Old Navy's just a little more affordable. Like they're, you know, yeah. they're always like five ten less than Target. I, big fan of Old Navy, not ashamed about it. It, they're cool looking stuff. It's pretty pretty quality, and uh, honestly, you can't beat the price there. So there's an Old Navy outlet store close to me too, and so when I'm really feeling like being thrifty, I, I head down to the Old Navy outlet store. You can't get cheaper. Than I don't that. think you can. I was gonna <laughs> say so I'm I'm a big Target guy too. More recent Old Navy guy, but one of the so Amazon Essentials. I would mm-hmm. I would rival Amazon Essential golf pants with the Old Navy pants that I'm buying. I think like. Quality, price, big fan. I think we share a pair of those. I think, do we both have the navy ones? Yeah, or- I've got them in navy, black, beige, and green. Yeah, I love the I love the little, like the little stretch to them and stuff like that. They're kind of like the, the American Eagle jeans that stretch a little bit. Love that little stretch. It's nice for, for the winter months when you need a little extra room. But yeah, so yeah, big old navy fan. Um, I, liked, I, I like Target a lot. Goodfellow is, I think, my favorite brand there. They have a one that's a little more recent um, that I'm not as much of a fan of in the men's section. At least I can't remember the, the, what it is right now, but it's yeah, I just not as big of a fan of it. I Goodfellow's, I think, where it's at. I like Goodfellow, um, and I've noticed that Target's been carrying a lot of Wrangler brand stuff. I don't know if that's always mm. been the case, but um, I've been seeing that more recently. I've been a big fan. So there's a store in the Midwest. Uh, if you're in the Midwest listening to this, you might have heard of it, especially in like Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, Indiana, probably Meyer. Uh, they have they carry Columbia and Carhartt stuff, and I love them for that because those are two of my favorite brands as well. And I they but they carry them at like Meyer Walmart type prices. So that's um, where we got that. the uh, Columbia <laughs> shirt we gave you last weekend, and I didn't know that. Meyer sold Columbia until then. So yeah, I just found yeah, that out. It's, and I've worn that shirt about a hundred times in the last like week and a half. Cause it's, uh, it's a nice loose fit, which is great. And it's been that perfect weather for long sleeve t-shirts, which underrated clothing item. I think the long sleeve t-shirt. So, uh, but yeah, that's me. I'm Grimes. Shoot it over to our other guy here. Well, we missed Deppy tonight, but, um, I'm Ed. Fun fact about me. I grew up in Southern California, live in Chicago now. And on that, I just had some Chicago-style deep dish pizza for dinner. Mm. And I'm going to go on record and say, not really a fan. Not a huge Ooh. fan of the deep, of... Dish, deep dish-style pizza. I've had wow, the, so the any famous... Of it. I mean, 
So, I mean, the the big ones out here are Lou Malnati's and Giordano's. They're both, they're okay. I think if I have it once a year, I'm happy. But <laughs> it's just a lot of cheese and a lot of bread and not a lot of excitement in 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 the area. I mean, that's Midwestern like, yeah. food to a T. A lot of bread, a lot of cheese, not a ton of excitement. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, what you, that's Midwest food. Uh, are you a big deep dish pizza guy? What's your... Well, yeah, yeah. I am because yeah. I'm a big Midwest, <laughs> big, mid, big Midwest guy. Uh, I grew up here and live here still, so yeah, I, I, I like it. I, maybe twice a year. I don't like it often because it's, I mean, it's expensive and it's it's so weighty. Um, but I do love it. It's a special occasion kind of thing could, for me. Not not because it's like fancy or decadent, but because it's just rare. I guess another big um, big staple food out here in Chicago is the uh, Italian beef sandwich, which. I would Ooh. unload on, but I know that one of like the four <laughs> people that listen to this show is Lauren Neely, and if I do that, we may lose one of our few valuable. Oh, uh, we can't lose yeah ten percent of our audience with one comment. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. She's the one who sent us the uh, the sandwich question that we did a few episodes ago. What is your favorite sandwich? I wonder where that sandwich falls on her list for her, uh, Lauren. If you're listening, probably uh, right under the hot dog, which would probably be at the top oh. of her list. Yeah. Oh no, P- she's a PB and J girl, right? That's isn't that like her staple? Isn't that like I thought she I made those know. all the time? I don't know, Lauren. If you're listening, tweet at us, Instagram us, <laughs> hit us up. Um, but screw so- sandwiches because it's <laughs> it's Masters Week. This is the saying, best. The only week. sandwiches, the only sandwiches that matter now are the pimento and cheese yes. and the egg salad sandwiches. Even though I will never eat an egg salad Which, sandwich in my life. Um, really? I I'm not an egg salad guy. Uh, it's not my thing. Do you, I'll eat the pimento and cheese. Are We're going to try and make some of those this weekend. Are you surprised at all that DJ did not include uh, the pimento and cheese sandwich on his master's dinner, given all of uh, the uh, the hype around that? I'm not going to say I'm surprised. I, I thought it would have been funny, but I, I didn't think he was going to do it. Before we get to mas- the master's particular, though, it is master's week. Shout out to the master's, our favorite week of the year. I would say my, my favorite week in a normal golf season. Uh, in Ryder Cup years, it's got to be Ryder Cup. I was about to ask, yeah. But, but in normal golf, standard golf season, Masters Week is the best. Bar none. Uh, news, uh, speak, you said you're from L.A. In fact, you're from very close to where the big news came out today or yesterday, maybe we're recording this on Wednesday night, that the Tiger, Tiger Woods, Woods car accident was deemed to be high speed only. No uh, other you know, influences, drug, alcohol, anything like that. I think they said he was going somewhere around in the mid-80s. 85 in a 45 downhill, and he just... I, heard, I saw one report that said... There's a guess that he meant to step on the brake and hit the gas. Yeah, how do you do? Uh, he's he's getting he's old, but he's not 90 years. years old. Yeah, like, how, <laughs> how is he? No, I don't know. I don't know. So about like, that, he was but. just driving fast. I don't think he like hammered the gas trying to hammer the brake. I think he just drove fast. I think like, the little black box or whatever they have in there that recorded all this data led them to believe that there was zero braking involved, though, which is kind of interesting because yeah. you would think that. Maybe he did slam on the gas if there's no braking involved. Like, what? Yeah. How does that happen? I can't, I don't want to speculate yeah. on anything. I got to think something distracted him. I don't know if he looked at his phone and then it was just too late to even break. Maybe he was already careening somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I, given his past, I am glad that there was uh, no indications of any other substance involved, um, any other drugs or alcohol or anything that was in his system or reason to think that. So. Good on our boy Tiger. A uh, lot of fun reports coming out from Masters pressers about stories about going to visit him. JT, JT no- Rory. Rory, notably with the uh, the trophy story, which 
My, I mean, that's an all-time quote when Rory's asking him where the rest of his... So he goes over to his living room, 15 tro- major championship trophies there. He asks where the rest of them are, and Teddy goes, I don't, I don't know. know, some <laughs> in my mom, some in my office. And the rest are somewhere. Well, the rest, there's, you know, 60 100. of those things. <laughs> More. Because, I mean, you think, I mean... Well, if you include the international, yeah. Yeah, international wins and just, like, amateur yeah, wins. Yeah, he's got, what, 120 so... or something like that? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's insane. And plus all his amateur stuff. Exactly. And the, the guy's got to have 200 trophies that he's Easily, probably yeah. hoisted in his life minimum. And so, that yeah, there's 190 of them where he's just like, huh. <laughs> I mean, what? I, yeah, things we'll never understand. But, um, yeah, love that. So, it's Masters week. It's Masters We're week. We're recording this Wednesday night. Tomorrow tees off. The Masters. Jack and Gary get out there with the honorable tee off and we're... We're pumped for Have it. they replaced? Like, is uh obviously Arnold Palmer used to do the um, opening tee right. shot with them. Do they replace? Is somebody else do it with them now, or do you know? Uh, they yeah. haven't yet. It's been a few years now, and I don't think they have. I, m- I remember still a few years ago that picture, iconically. I mean, Jack like tea- puts his tee in the ground and like points up at the- it was the first one after Arnold died. Yeah. Like, points up at the sky and then just rips one down the middle. I was like crying. Like why? So, <laughs> so I got asked think who so. who do you think could enter in and so, do that if anyone I think if anyone the rumor the rumor has been over the last couple of years i think once he stops like quote unquote competing is tom watson mm. i've heard the tom watson rumor quite a bit yeah. um i'm kind of i i don't know if this would like break any kind of broadcasting rules i'm surprised like faldo isn't mentioned he's won it a couple times he's pretty highly respected he might um, be a little too young still though that's true yeah, yeah. i think so, yeah, Wat- I've, heard, watson. I've heard watson's name yeah. floated around yeah. He's, I mean, he's a stand-up honorable guy. No one, you know, he's no Arnold Palmer, but no one is, right? No, I mean, once Gary and Jack are out too, like, you can't replace those guys until you get to guys like, I don't know, Phil and Tiger. Like, you know, yeah. like, I, I don't know. So, yeah, well, I think I think Tom's the only candidate that I've heard of, but it'll be interesting to see if they just stick with the two. There's no, nothing forcing them to get a third, right? Right. So, but yeah, we got a, we got a bunch of big storylines going into the Masters, least or uh, not least of which is based off the story of last weekend, which was Mr. Jordan Spieth. Uh, tell us, Ed. You're, you're cue, the, cue the clip. I, Where's the clip? Yeah. <laughs> I I love Jordan. I love Jordan Spieth, but not as much as you do. How? What was the? What was that like watching him get that first win? In, what was it three, four years? Yeah. Uh, so the last win was the 2017 Open Championship. British so Open. yeah. So we're looking at coming up on four years here. Yeah, almost four years. Almost four years. I mean, I was ecstatic. Unfortunately, it was Easter Sunday, so I didn't get to watch right. most of it. We were at uh, Lisey's parents' house most of the day. But I I came back and turned it on. I was actually fumbling around at the remote trying to get it on, and I was so like uh, <laughs> so stressed out trying to make sure I found it. Lisey's just like, give it to me. So Lisey found it, put it <laughs> put it on, and it was him about to hit his approach. Uh, so 18 is a par 5, right? Yeah. And so the first thing I, I see, so he's got a two-shot um, two margin – uh, Charlie Hoffman. It will, so he like duck hooks it. He, he's going back and forth with Michael Greller trying to pick the club. And he's like, all right, there's no way that eight iron's not the right club. And oh then gosh, he yeah. hits what that eight iron that just like dives left. And I'm like freaking out. You know what it reminded me of on, on a tiny scale, on a much smaller scale? What? It reminded me a little bit of Tiger 2019 Masters where he hits that, what was it, like a, I think it was might have been an eight iron or something like from the right rough. Yeah, and it comes up like forty yards short, and then and he's like, got to hit that chip. Was that then, intentional? Yep. What is he doing? And they're like Jordan, it's an eight iron from like yeah. I think was it in the fairway? He's in the fairway. He's in the fairway, like, like playing the safe shot. Left. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, because he was th- he had three wood in his hand for a second before yeah. he did that, and I I was like Jordan, 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 like what are you doing? And then he goes with a smart play, and what was that? And then Charlie Hoffman for a second it looked like he was going to get on, and then his was a little bit wayward, so we knew that they were still fine there. But regardless, yeah. I was super happy. If you recall when we you had that question of who needs a win more than anyone else, my answer was Jordan. Yeah, um, sure was. I mean, basically ever since he shot that sixty one, what oh, was that? In Phoenix in Phoenix. He's just yeah. been a huge resurgence. I felt like he could have won. I, he had a chance to win every tournament he's played since then. He, I mean, he's had f- at least four excellent opportunities to win. And he, he finally closed one. It does remind me a smidgen of the Tiger comeback where he was in the hunt. He was in the hunt. He was in the yep. hunt, even, you know, leading briefly at times. And finally kind of built up that, that nerve again, kind of that like pressure nerve to finally yep. just kind of close it out there. Um, I will say, so I, he's one of the favorites now at the Masters. And at first, I was a little skeptical of, of that because I was like, okay, I mean, he just won for the first time. It's like, come on. And then I started thinking about it, what we just talked about. He's been in contention basically all year. He's been one of the best golfers, if not arguably like the best, most consistent golfer of 2021. There's no reason. And let's be honest, the way that dude plays Augusta, there's no reason yeah. why he shouldn't be one of the top favorites. I totally agree. I Actually, so I've, I have two uh, pools going, and I took him as first pick in both of them. I actually, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. I think Jordan Spieth is winning the Masters. You got him? Yep. You got him to win? Yep. I, yeah, I, I wanted, I, I kind of wanted to go, I just, yeah, I don't know, I just, I don't know, he hasn't done it in a major for a while, so I got to at least see him compete in a major. Um, but it's a gut, so I was looking at, I saw a stat on a variety of platforms the other day that he has minimum 25 rounds the lowest scoring average at Augusta of anyone alive right anyone. now. Anyone, wow. So he's, I think he's at, this is great podcasting as I scroll through my screenshots of phones, but he's like, he's like half a shot lower than per round. So he's like a 70.47, something like that on average. And Tiger's like 70.8 or something like that. So he's got Tiger by a little bit. Uh, no, Tiger has twice, three times as many rounds, but it, I mean, Augusta is basically his home course. I mean, the, the dude just plays there. What does he have? A couple runners up and a win, you know, in that stretch where he was dominant. I mean, yeah, I think legitimate reason for him to be the favorite. Who's, um, who's your pick, go- though? Since, yeah. as I said, since you dropped your pick, I'm going Justin Thomas, okay. um, which I, uh, I I waver on. I just kind of had to make it. Here's the thing this year. I think there's like 10, 12, 15 guys who could be viable picks. Right, like there's a ton of guys playing some pretty good golf going into this. I went with JT just because coming off the players and watching his, I saw Justin Ray is usually one of the guys I follow on Twitter for golf stats. He posted something about like his finishes the last few years. He went like mid 30s, you know, upper 20s, upper teens, eight. You know, he's just like every year's been a little bit better and a little bit better. He's what's his best? The... What's his best finish? Is it a T for T four? Right. Uh, so, I think so. Yeah. So he, he plays the course. Well, I think he's playing good golf right now. Obviously he, that final round at the players was, was fantastic. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of those two, there's so many, I mean, storylines, right? I mean, you get storylines, Brooks's D, knee, Brooks's knee can't even bend down, but his swing coach is saying that he's striping it. So that's interesting there. And I saw like, he's, I think, I think he'll be fascinating to watch because, he said he was saying he takes a couple hours of like therapy every day to get ready to play. Um, 
and Augusta, everyone who's who's been there talks about how surprisingly hilly it is and that doesn't come across on TV. But that knee on all those hills is gonna be really interesting to watch over four days. Um, so because he was he was your pick back in the day before Spieth went on his tear. So I actually it was from like two months ago. It's a bad bet now, but I actually put money on Brooks. So I hope he plays well. I have a feeling, and I've heard a couple of people say this too that he there's a good chance he doesn't finish the tournament. I so I I think with Brooks, I think he either withdraws or he's like top five. Like, I, I don't think he's, like, anywhere in the middle. You know, like, if he doesn't have it, he's going to back out. But if he thinks he's got it, he's one of those guys, too. He's got a little bit of that tiger blood in him where he wants to prove people wrong. You know, this could be, you know, the B-minus version of uh, Torrey Pines 2008 kind of thing um, where we do could you, see do you think do something crazy. If it's, not, do you, if it's not one of our picks, do you think a favorite is going to win or do you think there's any chance it'll be an underdog? I personally think that it's going to be one of the top ten favorites yeah, I'm looking at kind of the betting favorites right now, and I'm going about, let's see, one, two, three, four, six, at like 15 deep, like somewhere in that top 15. So you got Bryson, you got Dustin, Jordan, Justin, John Rahm. I think Rory's a little Rory, sneaky this year. Yeah, he, I, go ahead. There's no reason to pick Rory this year, no. right? He's not playing good golf. He hasn't been, he hasn't won in a long time. Like, no one's talking about him the way they usually do when he's coming into Augusta, right? But the year Tiger won, Rory was the hottest golfer on planet Earth, was just scorching. I mean, he was he was one of the surest bets going into Augusta of all time. And he, he obviously, that was Tiger's year, so whatever. And since then, he hasn't really done squat. I got a sneaky feeling about Rory competing this year because he's a little under the radar. The dude has six top tens in the Masters in the last 10 years. He plays his course well. He's got a lot of Masters experience. I think he could have a really good showing. And this would be the career grand slam for him too, right? This is the only oh, one yeah. Needs. I'd yeah. love for him to win. I just – he hasn't won in seven years. I just don't have a lot of con- – I think he's going to stick around and he's going to contend. I don't think yeah. he's going to pull it out. I think like a top 10, top yeah. 15 for him. Bryson, do you um, think uh, – what do you think's going to happen with Bryson? I think he's going to he's gonna hang around in the top 20, but I don't see him being a, a super, yeah. super big threat. Um, I think he just has to learn this course more. I think a lot of guys kind of have that experience outside of basically Tiger and Spieth. <laughs> like a lot of guys need a few rounds. Um, someone I do really like is Patrick Cantlay. Yeah. Um, I've just kind of liked what he's been doing this year. I almost got him at Pebble Beach. I almost picked him uh, correctly at Pebble. Um, he played. He was a top five, six player uh, or finisher Tigers year when he won. He almost, you know, he had the lead for a minute. Same, another guy in the same boat, Xander Shoffley. Yep. He plays Augusta really well. I think he could he could do it. I think Finau Lee Westwood. Always plays Lee well. Westwood we know t- we know Tony Finau is going to finish yeah. top five. Top five because that's sure. what Tony Finau does, and, and it plays well at Augusta. Lee Westwood has played, he knows his course well. He's played it a yep. crap ton of times and he's been playing really well. Playing really well. I think someone else to watch out for is Colin Morikawa. Uh, um, yeah, totally. He's, I mean, he's obviously one of the best players in the world. He's got to win this year and he's just steady. He, like, he doesn't get phased emotionally. Um, I mean, we're just naming like a bunch of favorites right now, but it's not shocking to hear us talk about these guys. I do like, so Max Homa, the, uh, the odds would be. <laughs> So a hundred dollar bet on Max Homa would pay ten grand, and I kind of like that. That's, that's a good bet. Yeah, uh, like recent winner. A, I mean, solid player this year. Good player, like and he. Him. I mean, another guy. Unlike or uh, not unlike Spieth, trended towards that win. He didn't come out of nowhere and just win a tournament after you know missing a couple cuts. It was slowly built. You know, he was in contention at Torrey. He was in contention at Phoenix, and then like slowly yeah. built towards that win at Riviera. 
Um, did you see Homa post a picture with like Ian Poulter and uh, a couple other of the European like stalwarts at, at for the Ryder Cup team? And he tweeted at Steve Stricker, the U.S. Ryder Cup captain. He's like, Captain Stricker, I have infiltrated the European Ryder Cup team. I know this doesn't get me any real points. But this knowledge could be useful. Please consider me. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I so feel like Homa. he'd be I good for that locker room too. I feel like his presence He's would a glue be a guy, great, right? <laughs> great addition to the U.S. locker team for the Ryder Cup. He's a very good player, and he would he would I think bring a little looseness. You know, you've got Patrick Reed, who's the fire guy. He's allowed to you know rally, and then you got Homo, who's just going to make everyone laugh a little bit. We can come back to Masters in a second, but what do you think about um, the six captains pick picks for the U.S. Ryder Cup team? Like it or dislike it? Um, I don't know. I, I'll wait and see how it plays out. I don't really know if I like it or dislike it yet. I, I do like getting a couple more guys in there, but also you get to see less of them than right. Like, unless they change the scoring format to include more points. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I mean, maybe it'll be good. I, <laughs> I guess, do you have an opinion on it? I mean, not really. I just think that that invites a lot more pressure onto the captain's picks, right? So when there's four, you've got four guys who have the pressure of being captain's picks, who if you have six, you have six guys. And I don't know, maybe that pressure is a good motivating factor. Maybe it's not, but I would think it'd be something to consider. Yeah, I'm excited for the Ryder Cup this year. Me too. It's one of those years where I, like, I don't know the teams yet, obviously, but I just keep thinking, man, the U.S. is stacked. I mean, like, putting, if we have our best guys out there, like, there should be no way Europe beats us, and and we're hosting. How so many times like, do I feel? I feel like we've said that a number of that's, times. <laughs> and that's the problem, right? Like, somehow the Europeans are so much better at this format, and they care more. I don't know what it is, but I, but just the names. I mean, like Bryson, Dustin, Jordan, Justin, Patrick, Xander, Brooks. I mean, they, like these Patrick, Patrick Reed. Like, there should be no way the like Europeans can compete with that. But freaking Ian Poulter every year just <laughs> doing his thing. So, yeah. But back to the Masters. Um, super. Yeah, I can't wait for the Ryder Cup, though. Um, yeah, any other any other Masters notes? I'm just kind of – I'm just excited. I'm excited to see um, – Well, I'm excited that we get to watch it together and we're playing, golf. Right. we're playing golf this weekend. Yeah, hopefully the weather holds up on Saturday morning. Ed and his wife, Lisa, are making his way back up to Grand Rapids. And uh, we're going to try and squeeze in a little golf this Saturday. I did get a little prep work in today. Uh, so now that we're, I feel like we'll put a bow on the Masters for the moment. Um, first nine holes since Phoenix for me. I uh, haven't played golf since Phoenix. How was bogeyed it? Ev- bogeyed every hole except one, uh, which I parred. So it was steady. Was that a 44 then? or 42, but it was a par 34. Okay. Um, so there were three par threes and only one par five. Um, so I would say very steady, which was good. Uh, no doubles, which I'm usually good for at least one or two of those uh, for a round. So good to not have those. No three putts, uh, which was a goal With of your mine. spider? Or is that not in yet? Uh, came in via oh, FedEx this morning. Oh, love so it. So this, this beauty. First round with a new putter. Uh, got the... Uh, the Spider X chalk white with the uh, little slant hosel there. I oh, yeah, I loved it. I love the I love the feel of it. I would have. I think I would have putted better today. The course I across the street from me has wicked fast practice greens. Just I mean, lightning fast. And then the course I played today had the slowest greens I think I've ever played on. 
So it took me eight and a half holes to adjust to that. And it was a brand new putter, right? So like I, it was, there was a whole lot of, but no three putts. And if you know me, if you've ever played golf with me, for me to say no three putts, (laughs) that's that's an accomplishment. Technically, I think I hit the ball with the putter 17 times, but only 16 legal putts. So one was on the fringe. So, you know, nothing stellar. The, uh, how are the, the uh, how are the irons? Uh, it's one of those shorter courses. I didn't get a chance to use much more than my wedges. Um, they've been good on the range, though, so I just have to actually get them out, get them out and play in a little bit. Driver um, is cooking. Uh, aside from, I had one. So I had see, I have six drives. I had one very bad one, one terrific one, and the rest were B. You know, they were they were good. They were in play, manageable, long. Um, but not always, not always where I wanted them, but playable. Uh, yeah. And the irons I, I hit were, were pretty good. Um, I didn't, you know, quadruple bogey any par threes, which is another one of my MOs. So yeah, good, good, good rust knockoff round and looking forward to Wallenwood Springs on Saturday. So it's one of my, one of the favorites that I've played last year or so. Do we have a tea time yet? Yeah. 836, I think is our right. tea time. I'm hoping the forecast is looking a little dicey. Most of the week it said like, cloudy in the morning rain in the afternoon so i'm hoping that that remains that way and doesn't get earlier but yeah we're gonna be able to go play golf we played and then we watch played masters in, all day. yeah i can't wait uh <laughs> is is marissa really making the pimento and cheese sandwiches or is that a joke she's willing to she just won't eat a single one of them well, that's fair we, we won't burn <laughs> through that <laughs> well i mean we can just make like a few of them you know we can just yeah. make like I mean, you, you'll eat them, I'll eat them. I don't know, will Lisa eat them? Probably. I mean, to be honest, I just would probably have, like, one. I feel like I want to eat it that's, more so because it's, like, Masters related than I well, actually Well, that's what want. I'm thinking. Like, if yeah. we each can just have one, yeah. and then we'll eat food that, we, like, we actually want. Yeah. So, like, can we go? that we don't want. I want to eat that fried chicken again at some point in my life. From, oh, Nuri? Yes. We have to do, okay, we have to do Nuri then. Maybe Saturday at night Lots for Saturday dinner. I love it. Yeah. We, I, I, I think you were about to bring up. We did play golf in what forty degrees, yeah. sleeting, rainy weather. Yeah, it was super so fun. Do we? We got eighteen in two, didn't we? We, yeah, barely. Yep. And then <laughs> went to the went to the clubhouse and just sat while it just poured like yeah. crazy out. Oh, what a fun, miserableish, great time. Looking forward. To, I think we're gonna hit up that course again in uh, six weeks or so. Yes, so after graduation. When you graduate, dude. You're almost Little done. Point. You're like a month away. Yeah, about a month and a half. Yeah. So we're coming on up on it. Awesome. So yeah, this was, uh, I think I would call this an extended uh, tea to green segment, or should I say tea to green jacket uh, segment. Uh-huh. And yes, I did think of that earlier today and have been waiting all day to say it. You look great, by uh, the way. Didn't I-, I love the uh, the victory red <laughs> Nike. It. And- yeah, we, I had to, right? I, I, I debated between, so for those of you who can't see, which is all of you probably, um, rocking the red, probably like the... I'd say the 2003, 2002 Tiger like look for the Masters. Yeah. Um, you know, you had the you know, it's not the dark red of '97 or the mocks of uh, '05 and '19, kind of the the brighter red with the white swoosh. And then I debated because I had the Tiger Woods hat, but it's white. And then I had a black Nike hat. It's kind of the Tony Finau looking hat that like he kind of wears. So I went red and black. I went colors because Tiger did wear the Nike hat. In, tw- in 2019, too. It was just a different style. Does he so. always go black hat on Sunday? 
Is that an uh, as far as I can remember? Yeah, I think he does. Because right? he, because I think he goes black pants too. Yeah, he's just, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. such an aggressive ever since, look. Ever since, ever since Tita told him that was like his color, right? Like that's that's the color you went in, and I think it, especially at Augusta, I think it had something to do with the colors of like his mom's native flag or something like that too. There was some story about that, but what a what a baller, love Tiger. Oh, okay. So speaking of Tiger, we we kind of hinted at this earlier this week. We were talking. Do you think Tiger Woods a plays in a golf tournament again? Oh, let's just start there. Do you think he plays in a golf tournament ever again? PGA Tour event. Not and not like the Hero World the Classic or whatever he hosts. Well, I was gonna <laughs> say I don't think he. So okay, I I got to be careful here because you know I'm big on the laws of attraction and manifestation, and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Neg- like I I can't negatively like I don't want to manifest any of this so I don't know what to say so I'm just a pure prediction you're putting money on it I'm putting money on it I'm saying he never plays seriously again if at all he might do like a farewell at a tournament that he has a lifetime exemption for and tee it up but he's never like seriously gonna try to play in a golf tournament again okay all right your take? I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking the total opposite take. Um, I, I'm saying not only does Tiger Woods play golf again, seriously, I say he makes cuts, like multiple cuts, and I, I'll i say it. I think Tiger Woods wins one more golf tournament. All right. If, if he I, does, that, is that like the greatest golf accomplishment of all time? I, I mean, it's either that or his first comeback, right? Like, pick one of his yeah. accomplishments to just pick. Here, and here's the only reason I, I say that is, and this is a blind shot, right? I have no idea what his condition's actually in because he's a very private guy. No one knows how he's really doing. There's a couple things that I think add to this. One, we've seen his resiliency time and time again. And yeah, I know I know he's probably wanting to wind it down. He talks about playing with his kids, spending time with his kids, all that kind of stuff. Charlie's coming up. Charlie's going to be on the pro tour in like five years, you know. So it's as a, like a 12-year-old. Um, I think he wants 83, though. I think That's... he wants to be alone at the top of the all-time wins list. I think, and I think that's, he's not going to, he knows now for sure he's not catching Jack. But I think he can be alone at the top of the all-time wins list, and I think that I drives that. him just enough. I want, just I want enough. nothing more than for that to happen. And I think if that happens, you get to call him the greatest of all time. If he comes back from this, yeah. wins from once this, more, eighty-three all-time win list. That's that's goat material yeah, right there. I, it is. I, ben Ben Hogan is that who came back? Ben Hogan had like yeah. a really nasty car crash and came back from. Yeah, way worse than Tigers. Yeah, even like it was. I mean. It was it was insane, and then he had that. Li- but he was a lot younger; he hadn't had all the previous injuries. Um, I mean, still, I mean, it, it, Hogan's great, good for him. But uh, <laughs> like, but I I'm, I'm calling it. I, I think he wants. I think he wants one more. I think he's gonna right. be driven one more, and I think the story's gonna write itself. I well, I can't wait gonna... to roll the tape. I can't wait to roll this <laughs> tape once. I want to uh, clip this one. Yeah, yeah you got to clip this so, one. I've got a couple. Happens. I've got the Ricky Fowler never winning again, and Tiger Woods winning one more time. So we'll <laughs> see if I got to make goes. a big bold prediction like this one, but it's got to come <laughs> up organically. Yeah, absolutely. Ricky did play pretty well last week. He, I'm like, oh crap! Is he is he kind of doing the same? He, is he doing the speed. Four under speed? one round. I'm not that excited <laughs> about it. <laughs> and that's a headline. Isn't that sad that Ricky Fowler shoots four under and it's a headline? I don't. I see that dude in so many commercials, and I'm just like, how? He's just so gosh darn likable as a person. Thought you were gonna go Nick Faldo for a second. Wins. 
Oh no! <laughs> what's what's the Faldo? No, so he um he made that comment of like uh, if Ricky Fowler doesn't get to play in the Masters, it's okay. You can go out and shoot six commercials instead, or something like that. Oh no! Yeah. Yikes, Faldo! I mean, I eh, tells it how it is, I guess. I mean, I don't think that's taking away from his game. So like, I, I don't blame him for doing. It. He's got to make money somehow. He's yeah. not doing it on tour. So yeah. he's got <laughs> to get that money. That is sad, though. He's not going to be teeing it up in the Masters. First time since 2010 he's missed a major. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Ten years or so? And this is the I think I think that's the stat. Yeah. It's been, he had the longest streak on tour of like playing in majors. Well, he had, he I believe it was out. 2015, but he had a runner-up in every single major, I think, in 2015 that's right, yeah. or 2014. But yeah, man. What an enigma that guy's career is. And yeah. I, it, there's still 10 years for it to be written, but what a weird just overall story Ricky Fowler's had. It's weird, too, because when you think he's not like a young, he's not one of the young guns anymore. He's over 30. Which... Well, no, and he's he's older than like Rory. Oh, Remember yeah. When you're talking about like needing to win, like he's older than Rory Mapper. You don't think of anyone or you don't think of him as older than like any of that that generation, that crop. Right. Because um, he's got that such a young persona, but he, yeah, I don't know. He's 32, 33, something like that. So he's getting up there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well, this has been obviously a golf-heavy show, but that's what you get for listening to a Masters uh, Week podcast. Hey, kick back, watch some Masters, NCAA tournament's over, baseball's getting started, who cares, uh, NBA's mid-season, yawn, regular season, um, football's not on, hockey's yawn, middle of the regular season. You don't disrespect any of those sports, but it's, uh, guys, it's Masters Week, so... Get yourself in a comfy chair, crack open a nice cold uh, Coors Edge or Coors Light, you know, <laughs> whichever one you you fancy this uh, this time in your life, and uh, yeah, catch a little catch a little two beer masters buzz for us, will you? This is uh, I think that's about all we got. Anything all right. else? Uh, cheers. All right, cheers, fellas, and uh, uh, for Deppy, uh, cheers, Gary. Shout out to you and cheers, Gary. Cheers, Gary. Hey, hey, long time listener, second time caller. This is Diana. I'm back in here to set the record straight because uh, there's been quite a bit of shit talked on the social media webs uh, since I came out and had a hot take back on February 1st, 2021. I came on the pod. Thanks for having me, guys. And I stated with authority that I was sure Jordan Spieth was never going to win again. Got a lot of backlash at the time. I felt okay about it at the time. When I had said that, he hadn't won since 2017. And not only that, he was playing the worst golf of his life and just like his headspace was all wrong. He was not in the mental headspace to be playing golf. It looked like he wasn't even like kind of streaking, like kind of having a good round. Maybe one out of four rounds was okay. No, he was playing shit golf all the time, all day, every day. I felt comfortable saying what I did. Uh, you know what I was thinking about was Smiley. Remember Smiley Kaufman, how like used to maybe kind of be okay. And then he just fucking stunk and has since stunk forever. And now he's just done. You know, I thought that could have been a Jordan situation where he had his moment in the limelight. He was a star, but he stunk and he couldn't never get it back together again. So when I said Jordan's never going to win again on February 1st, it wasn't that absurd of a thing to say. I mean, it was kind of a, a sad take. You don't want that to be the take, but it wasn't the piping hot fire steaming take that it is today, because since I spewed those words on this podcast at the beginning of February, He's played lights out, the best golf he's played in years. And I like to think it was the motivation from him listening to this pod, hearing those words, taking it to heart, 
and changing his game. He's His momentum is in a totally different place now. I'm taking a lot of credit for what I consider to be this, you know, the second coming of Jordan Spieth. And he's been playing lights out ever since beginning of February. And I'm ecstatic that he won last weekend um, in his home state of Texas. I, I cried when he talked about how Andy has been supporting him this whole time. Oh, my God. I always tear up when they talk about winning. Um, really happy for him. Excited that he's building this momentum going into Augusta. I don't know if I'm going to put money on him, but I'm definitely going to be watching closely. Can't wait to see what he's going to do this weekend. And, you know, when you're back, you're back. And when you're wrong, you're wrong. And I was wrong. And Jordan's back. And I'm owning up to that. So anyway, yeah, thanks. I'll shut up and listen. Just like that summer sun shining on my skin. Just like that front row kick drum kicking. It's a fourth quarter. Hey.